Hello, I'm Dr. Burton. Welcome to Sophia School Podcast. Today's topic, what is your story? Today we begin the Sophia Podcast on the biblical narrative. A narrative is a spoken or written account of connected events. A story. What is your story? What is the story in which you live? Where do you come from? Who are you? Who are your people? What is your quest? Do you have a quest? A quest is like the goal. What is your goal? Humans live within stories. It's how we make sense of the world. We create an account of connected events. An account in Greek is logos, the word, the reason, the unifying principle. The unifying principle that makes order out of the seeming chaos of life. The narrative account is how we give our lives meaning. People are meaning-seeking and meaning-creating beings. We tell stories. What story do you live in? Are you living in the pessimistic secular story? There is no meaning except what we create. All we are is dust in the wind. Or are you living in an optimistic secular story? Perhaps humans are on the long road to progress until one day we reach utopia. Perfect future. But the present may be rocky, right? But we are optimistic. Maybe you are living in a moralistic, therapeutic, spiritual, but not religious story where you are on a journey of self-discovery. Why do we prefer one story over another? And maybe you're not even aware that you have a story. I'm trying to raise your consciousness about the stories we live in. What makes for a good story? Do you like Lord of the Rings? Harry Potter? Anne of Green Gables? Do you wish your favorite story were true? What would it mean for a story to be true? Like when I say true story after some fantastic account I've given. We do that, right? True story. True means it's real. Are any of the stories, the narratives we tell ourselves, or the fictions we love, real? How would we know? We begin by entertaining the possibility of the stories being true. A narrative is an account of connected events. An account is a logos, an ordering that provides maximum meaning. A true account is one that is real. It is a story that we can live within without having to suspend disbelief. It is coherent given the context. What is the best story? I bet we could argue about this, right? What is the best story? What is the greatest story ever told? Is there a story that gives an account of all existing events in a connected way? Is there a story that gives us an account of our origins, our purpose, our destiny, and hope for the future? Do you wish there was? Why do we have that wish? And it does seem like everyone has a wish, right? That the story's true. So far, we have been talking about narrative a story that gives us an account of connected events. 
I said a logos is the word. Let's talk about the biblical narrative. Scripture, the word written. Do you know the story of the Bible? Not Bible stories like Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, the flood, the exodus. I mean the whole story, the account that connects each of the smaller stories into a grand dramatic whole. The biblical narrative is the biblical worldview in story form. Much of the world for thousands of years has lived within this account. Many of the values you have are an inheritance of this, inca- of this account. I want you to start thinking about that. What in my daily life is a value picked up perhaps by tradition, from the biblical worldview. Do you value justice? Equality? Do you believe in love? True love? Do you long for community? Harmony? Peace? Do you want to be part of a great cause and for your life to mean something more than a paycheck at the end of the week? These are values that are grounded in the biblical story. The question you must entertain as we begin this podcast journey together is, is the biblical narrative true? Does this account match reality? I invite you to enter into the greatest story ever told and find your place in it. The biblical narrative begins with Genesis chapters 1 through 3. This is the seed form of the whole story. If we can understand the beginning, we can understand the unfolding of the rest of the Bible, history, our place in history, and the future hope. Perhaps you are rolling your eyes and thinking, ugh, I know this story. Or, this is an ancient myth, we're modern people. I heard this stuff as a kid, it doesn't work for me. Have you really heard the story? Have you really listened to the story? Or have you heard parts of it? And are you looking at this story from within the context of a different story? Like the pessimistic secular story, or the spiritual but not religious story? So you have to enter into this story on its own terms. So put those objections aside and listen to my account of the biblical account. Perhaps you will hear it differently. I hope you will. Otherwise, why tell the story at all? I'm sure there are other people uh, on the internet telling the same story. My experience is that many people are familiar with the Bible stories, but are not well versed in the biblical narrative and the worldview of that narrative. So, I ask you to listen, suspend your disbelief, or shall I say unbelief, and entertain the truth of the greatest story ever told. Context is important for the understanding of the biblical narrative. The Bible, which includes the Old and New Testaments, has different genres of writing, different kinds of writing, Some of it is historical, some is poetry or song, some is wisdom literature, some is prophetic, some is apocalyptic. There are gospels, letters, and even systematic theology in this narrative. 
the thread that holds these different writings together is the account of connected events. You can always find that thread of connection if you know the seed form of that connection in Genesis 1, 2, and 3. So what we want to do is begin looking at the account by just reading Genesis 1, 2, and 3 and asking, what does it mean? And some of the things in that account will assume we already know things from what we'll call general revelation. General revelation is what can be known about God by all people everywhere at all times. Special revelation is scripture. It is given to particular people at particular times and has context. And the context is redemption redemption or redemptive revelation. So there's a purpose for scripture. And we'll see the need for it when we enter into the Genesis account. So we're going to begin with Genesis, keeping in mind the context of general revelation. There are some things we could know about God before we get to the scriptures, by reason, through philosophy. And once we go through Genesis 1, 2, and 3, examining the meaning of what's taking place, we will see in seed form, in a small nugget, the meaning of the rest of the scriptures. It will give us the major themes and what to expect. And then, as we go through the rest of the scriptures, we'll see this narrative taking shape through the particulars of people's lives and through the particulars of human history and through the particulars of our history and into the future. And perhaps the story doesn't have an ending. As a, a, a climax, just like other stories do, but I'm not sure this one ends. Now, let's think about what stories have in common. They have major themes. They have characters. There's a plot. And usually there's a beginning and a middle and an end. Now, I said this story doesn't have an end. It's an everlasting story, but it does have, it does come to an end at one point. So we need to look for the themes in the narrative. So you could look at the biblical narrative as you would look at other stories. Is it coherent? Do all the parts fit together? Is it a good story? And what about the characters in the story? Are they flawed? Are they like me? So we'll see something about human nature through the characters. And we'll understand ourselves better through understanding human nature. We'll see God and the nature of God. Who is this God? Why does he do what he does? We'll see suffering. We'll see love. We'll see war. We'll see famine, plague. We'll see redemption. We'll see glory and excellence. We'll see a picture of perfection, but a world that is not quite there. A future hope for redemption and renewal. So think about what you like in a story 
and see if all other stories aren't borrowing from this story, the greatest story ever told. All right, let's pause here. And the next thing we'll look at is Genesis chapter one. Perhaps you'll want to get a Bible out. I will be using the new international version because it's easy to read. Okay, pause here. I will see you in the next episode, Genesis chapter one.